We are the Love Jays, and you're listening to Married Millennials. A conversation about being young, in love, and navigating life one student loan payment at a time. I'm Joy. I'm Justin. Let's get to it. Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Married Millennials. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well. The weather is changing, so it's a little hot. It's uh, That's an understatement. It's very hot. Yes, and we don't have air conditioning, central air conditioning, in the room in which we record. So it's just a little hotter than I would like. Right. That's Hence the tank top. A problem in Los Angeles. For those of you who do not know, we do live in Los Angeles. And the majority of the buildings are pretty old. So central heat and air conditioning is like coveted. If you have central air and heat, you're balling. I'm very jealous of all of you who have it. Because I've yet to live in a place since I've been an adult that's had central air. Actually, that's not true. My spot in college... Oh, that's actually a, a bold-faced yeah, lie. Too, yeah. All my spots in college, including the dorm, had had an AC unit. But since I graduated college, I haven't had a place that had. Since you've been air. like an adultier adult, true adult, exactly. <laughs> yes, you haven't had it. I, ugh, I wish the things you take I for want granted. A thermostat, so bad. I'm so jealous of everyone who has the thermostat. But it's funny when you <laughs> growing up, I never appreciated air conditioning. Granted. My, I, I, I shouldn't say that because I truly appreciated it because my father was the anti of air conditioning. Yeah. He was the guy where the house thermostat would say 90 degrees and he'll say, open the windows and let's get the breeze. Brother, there ain't no breeze. The windows are already open. The house says it's 90 degrees. It's 100 degrees outside. The breeze that you think is coming into the house to cool it, to cool down the house <laughs> is not happening. It's stale, it's hot, and I'm sweating. And he was like, man, who's going to be paying this bill? Yeah. You ain't paying these bills. I think that's a very dad thing to do because my dad was very similar. And he even did it in the car. I remember one day. See, that's just disrespectful. We were riding in the car. We had the windows down. My legs were stuck to the, like, I was completely drenched by the time we got home. It, bad. But dad, and also, I know you're like this, heat. You don't like the heat to be on. No, I can't stand. I artificial heat drives me nuts. Well, and I think I feel unless it's super cold. It's oh, but I run cold typically, so I'm always I'm always down for the well, minus when it's like and this, it's a problem but. because I run extra hot. I'm always hot. Summertime is always this is where our conflicts always start in the bedroom, right? Because Joy always wants and to get under the covers. Extreme hot, extreme. Cold. I can't lay issue. on top of the covers because then she can't pull and then twist and turn, so she's getting mad. So you need to get under the covers, but I can't because I instantly start sweating. I'm the guy that sets my sweats in my sleep when it's sixty degrees, fifty degrees, forty degrees outside. Yeah, like I'm always hot. I, this is a, this might be, I don't know, is this TMI? There's been times where you've been sweating so bad that I wake up soaked in your sweat. And it, mind you, this happens when it's cold. So not only am I drenched in your sweat, but I'm freezing because it's cold and I'm wet from not my sweat. That's disgusting. So let's find the solution to that. Let Justin sleep with the fan on year round. We should do it. I love Lucy style. Get like two twin beds. <laughs> like just sleep right across from each other. <laughs> but like have our own space. So we can have that line right there yes. in the middle and then it's uncomfortable when you no, roll over. No, like you're actually separated. We have our own beds. Oh, no. Well, this I is not this is not dorm style living. 
but I'm we're just, married. <laughs> we're sharing a bed. Just let me sleep with the fan on year round, and we don't have a problem. Ugh, I can't sleep with the fan on cold nights. See, but here's my here's my argument, guys. This tell me if, if you agree or disagree with this. I know you. There's like the nothing. Air circulating. No, no, I'm not even gonna go there. There's nothing you can do besides getting butt naked to cool yourself down. Like when it's hot and you take off all of your clothes, you got the fan on, there's nothing more you can do. If you are butt naked, the fan blowing, the air on, and you're still hot, you are tapped out of resources. When it's cold, you can layer. You can put on thermals, you can put on shorts, then you can put on pants, and you can put on sweats, you can put on a sweatshirt, you can put on a hoodie. You, you can put on multiple layers of, art, of clothing it, layers. that can keep you warm. And Joy always fights me saying, what well, I am cold. Well, look, baby, layer up because I'm already naked and the fan is on. But There's nothing I can do. don't do for you. When you're cold at your core, and I don't know if anybody else has this problem, there have been times where I can feel how cold my feet are through my socks, like to touch. I can feel my cold feet through my socks. And then you say, what, put another pair of socks on? That's exactly what I was going to say. I've slept in a beanie and a scarf before. Like When I'm that cold, there's really nothing that can be done but something to physically be warming me up because I'm not generating enough body heat to keep me cozy. You can bundle yourself. That you're never going to understand because you just, you're hot all the time. I can't understand it. it because there are things you can put on your body that generate heat. Once I'm naked, yes, like there's I nothing can I can do. I an electric blanket, Should I, would I sleep in an ice bag? You could. Or do I need to get a life-size a, a life ice could. bag you could. And, and sleep in that? You could. I wouldn't fight you on this that. This is unbelievable. This but just is, in a separate bed because once that melts. I'm sure they have like those cooling blankets. Like they have the pillows. Someone got, I technology. need to find this invention. Like is there is there a body pillow that's made with like ice there, cold something that can just. There's the cooling gel pillow. That, that stuff doesn't work. Tried that. There's nothing cool you about it. You have not tried it overnight. You don't know. It doesn't work. You can't. I'm not convinced. You obviously, you can't say that without a doubt. Tell I guys, do me a favor. Can you somebody please? We need somebody who's someone who has the same pillow. issue. Can you tell me what it is that I can do to keep myself cool? Because if it's 50 degrees or 40 degrees and I'm butt naked and still sweating, I, I I'm tapped out of resources, You've and that got happens. A lot of inflammation too. We went to the acupuncturist. Oh, I haven't been in so long. Why are they so expensive? I, because they work wonders, <laughs> and you have to pay for the wonders. But she told Justin that he had a lot of inflammation going on there. So can we talk about my like first session issue. at the with the acupuncturist though? She oh, put your, needles your all moment. over my face, all over my body, and I was like, "Oh, and this I took is Justin nice. backstory because you had some knee issues going on. Had and I took? Well, yeah, I still, still have too. severe. But knee I was issues. like, this works wonders because I had a chronic ankle sprain, and a couple sessions in, healed like. A, you know, I can walk again. Hallelujah. It was amazing. So I swear by acupuncture. I just can't go all the time because expensive, but continue. So we went, put needles all in my body, and then she got to my feet. And I remember this vividly, and I've yet to experience it again. She placed needles in between my toes. And I just remember the first needle she put in, I literally felt heat released from my body immediately. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. Is this what it feels like to be normal, normal body temperature? temperature? It was it was literally unbelievable. I wish I knew how to do it myself because I would stick my <laughs> foot with a needle just nightly. every night. Just yeah. to cool off. I mean, it literally felt like some, I don't, I, you can't explain it. It literally felt like heat 
was running away from my body. I, I, I still to this day have not experienced anything that magical in my life. And I need to go back. And now that we're talking about this, even even though it is expensive, I'm just going to have to find a Groupon and go get this done because I need my body back to normal. Because it's just too hot. And like I said, it's getting hot in here. Yeah, it's just it hot outside. you agitated too. Justin gets so grumpy. But I think that is really because you quite literally run hot. Yeah, you're agitated all the time. See, I'm guys, I have it on this. I'm not, I'm not a grumpy person. I'm just constantly no, hot. You are. We just have a why. <laughs> it doesn't erase the fact that you are a grumpy grandpa. Touche. Fair enough. Sidebar, I just got back from Colorado, and can I say that Denver was a very pleasant surprise? You go out all the time. When you go on work trips, like you're out every, if it's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you go out Friday and Saturday? Yes. Yeah, that's I, I think that's nice. I don't go out here. No, you never do. But, and you know, I don't trip, too, because I think a lot of women, if their men are away, they're like, no, don't go out. I mean, I won't say a lot of women or, or mm. like, but, but, and I want to say it's not exclusive to women because men are the same yeah, way. Yeah, men do trip. I yeah, will agree. We, like are, we go, are not I'm free from that. But I'm happy when you go out. I think that's good. Like, you need some guy time. I trust you to go have fun, like, not have too much fun. But I think... I think it's important when you're in a relationship to still let that person live. <laughs> like you still have to be able to have a, a good time with a group of guys. Like that doesn't mean you're out there being ridiculous, but I think it's important to still have certain outlets available that are within the realm of respecting your relationship still. It's much appreciated. I, I do notice, and there have been several of my colleagues and friends who are like, man, joy really does not trip at all when you go out. I was like, no, because I'm not about to hear, I'm not going to act ridiculous. Like, she understands that I'm with trusted people and I'm just going to have a good time. And that's exactly what we do is we have a good time. And when we go on these work trips, I go out. Because, again, I really don't go out here, which is a shame. And I'm upset now with all my friends (laughs) who live in my close vicinity. Actually, we're really not that close to each other. So that's the reason why I don't go out. Because if I hit somebody, there's a significant driving distance and people just don't like to do that in, in Los Angeles because you have to deal with traffic enough during the daytime. Right. So if you have to drive to go out, it's like, no, thank you. <laughs> so most people just stay in their little areas. If it's not an affordable 10 to $15 lift to Uber, you're just like, ah, I'm not going <laughs> I'll out. I'll catch you next time. Yeah, so we, I just really don't. But I, I do want to – I just told you today, earlier today, I said we need to experience L.A. summer. I feel like there's always so many things going on between day parties – hotel parties pool parties and i feel like we've never ever been to one we haven't we're well i mean first of all you work a lot fact we always say you work but we're working on that we're working on that are you we're we're trying to get there we just got to grow as a as a company Uh that's all we just we got to get there but it's fun yeah and on weekends i'm chilling so it's like if, if you don't tell me hey we're going to this pool party i'm not gonna i'm not gonna initiate that and that's the thing i initiate most activities we do. We're not do yeah, you do. I one hundred percent do. Yeah, you do. So I, if you want to start doing more of these kind of things, then you have to initiate it. I'm not doing it. All right, but I do, I just work a lot of weekends too. So now that I, even just thinking about it, so when I have a weekend to myself, you know, actually I take that back because we do work. I, I do work a lot of weekends, yes, but also in the summer there's just so many more things going on. So I feel like our weekends just get eaten up. They they do by like birthday parties and baby showers and all that. But again, you want to do stuff, 
put it on the calendar because I'm I feel like I'm always putting stuff on the calendar. You very rarely contribute any event or anything. Yeah, I'm guilty. You don't do the research for it. Like you don't. Well, guilty as charged. I I really don't put anything on the calendar. And that transitions so well into our topic for today's podcast, which is relationship roles. I feel like society always has these limitations in place and guidelines on who is supposed to do what, male Mm -hmm. or female, inside of a relationship. I feel like Joy and I have been very successful because we haven't allowed society's gender roles to play and how our relationship pans out. I, I can agree with that, but I will say that the busier we are, the more we kind of tend to slip into those roles. And just recently, I had to tell you like, hey, I don't like the way this is going uh, because Justin has not cooked in a while. You just have it. And I told him, I don't even need him to cook for me. It's just more of, there's a pressure for having to make sure that somebody else is fed. And I mean, I know that that comes obviously with children too, but you're not expecting it with a husband. So I do feel like since we've been married and maybe before I've been preparing the majority of our meals. And when we first started dating, Justin would cook too, right? I, I cooked a lot, but I would say, I wouldn't necessarily say it was a role transition I think it came from a lifestyle change and the fact that you really wanted to go down a healthier route. I never cooked food that was particularly healthy. Joy was like, I just want to start preparing different things. I I, I want to eat more healthy. And I just, I'm going to be honest, like I'm just not cooking healthy things. That's not my style. you were down for the change too. My pops grew up throwing down every night in the kitchen. So we just had that good down home Southern comfort good stuff. That's what we had. So that's what I learned. And and those are the meals I cooked. And that really didn't fit into what your palate wanted for dinner. So I just kind of took a back seat and allowed you to take over the healthy cooking. Now, granted, I could do a better job of finding healthy recipes. But every time I look at these healthy recipes, I'm like, I don't want to cook this. (laughs) And then you put it together. And I'm like, oh, this is really good. So, so you're just saying that I do it better, basically. I am. I will I will concede. But my issue, too, with cooking and having to sometimes make sure that you're fed is sometimes it would be nice, which we did this week, if you just made sure you were fed. Because here's the thing. Sometimes I just want a bowl of spinach for dinner. I'm real simple like that. Like, Can y'all believe this? all I want. I don't need to eat much. I don't. I just need, like, vegetables sometimes. Justin likes, you know, a, a main dish and then two sides. What, what did I make? And you were like, no, you need two sides. And I'm like, what? why? You, you have to have two like, sides. It's I'm not a meal with, like, unless it's pasta. Yeah. See, I'm good with like a piece of steak and then a vegetable. Or You need a, you need a carbohydrate, no, a grain. You, you need see, something. And that's the thing. I can't eat like that. I cannot eat like that. So then I'm stuck in the kitchen prepping this meal that's taking forever to make because it's not just the simple stuff that I would be making because I have to feed Justin. And then there are days that like I don't really feel like cooking like that. Or, you know, I do want my bowl of spinach. But if I do that, then Justin's not going to eat. Like, he'll come home and just not eat anything. He won't take care of himself. So I was really annoyed about that. Is that not true? Two things. First thing, the fact that all you want for dinner on nights is a bowl of spinach is a problem. Sometimes. Not all the time. That's a problem. 
There's a, times a bowl, where I'm a okay bowl with of making spinach. a meal too. Like a bowl of spinach. And this is what happens. Like really, a bowl. Who just eats a bowl of spinach for dinner? I do. Who in America eats a bowl for, so a bowl of spinach good, for like dinner? Like sautéed spinach. Ugh. But that's it. Like so literally good. just. But I've eaten throughout the day too. But sometimes that's that's all I need. They do say dinner is supposed to be your smallest meal of the day. But like a bowl of spinach, that's not even a snack. Like <laughs> I don't even I'm, know what that well, is. Well, not for you, but I'm that significantly is a smaller than you. Yes, I know a lot of significantly smaller people too, but I doubt that they're just having a bowl of spinach for dinner. Well, I like spinach. And this brings me to the second point. I don't like I don't like that idea that she just talked about of hey, you cook for you and I'll cook for me. I don't like that. I feel Sometimes. like a it's a waste of money because now we're going to the grocery no, store not. getting two different things and we're trying to figure out okay, well, on this night we'll get I, it, it just becomes complicated, and I, and I don't like. Compli- I don't think that that's. Complicated I don't like complicated systems. Was and I think last that's complicated. week complicated for you? Yeah, I didn't like it. What do you mean you didn't like? I it? enjoyed the meal that I, I prepared, but I I didn't. At the you saw how frustrated I was at the grocery store. I was like, I don't. He I don't want to do this for no reason. Why? What is the problem with you making your own meal? And I'm not saying there's this nothing, has to be a permanent solution all the time, but sometimes I just need a break. There's, there's sometimes I just need you to take care of you. There's nothing, and I don't mean that in a selfish way or anything. But I think it's an area in which I need. I enjoy cooking. Let me say that I enjoy cooking, but I work too. As do I. Yeah. So when I come home, it's not necessarily fun for me to have to spend two hours in the kitchen and then you do this a couple times a week i've had a long day too i'm coming home i don't want to i don't want to be sitting there cooking all the time okay but let's be honest when how you many do, times you're I was, so I was, good at being a sous chef too i, I was do want to say i'm that. gonna say about 80 percent of the time that you cook dinner as as soon as i get home you will either a wait to prepare dinner until I get home. Yeah, or which B, I don't like either because then we end up eating late. And or, I don't like that. Or B, you're in the process and then I immediately get in and help. So I, I disagree no, I, with that point of saying you're in, you've never been in the kitchen two hours preparing a meal on a weeknight. So stop spreading well, that yes, BS Well, yes, I out. have. You never say never. Sir. When? And see, that's the other annoying part. You don't even know what I do when you're not here. Several False. times. Every single time I make chili, that's about a two-hour process. Okay. I... Mm. You're never home when I make chili. Two hours? Uh, you've been here. You've been here before. Yeah, it's about But you're hours. not in the kitchen two hours. Chopping and stuff. <sighs> Maybe it's an hour and a half. He, here you, you spread it takes a long time. And you made fried rice, and you're like, man, this takes a long time. It, it does take a long time, and I I knew it did, but I'm not sitting here complaining like, oh, I'm I've been in the kitchen. Like, two, I, come on now. You're not complaining, but because you don't have to do it all the time. I no, just, I'm just being honest. I like I said, I'm not trying to be selfish, not trying to be like, oh, I don't want to take care of you. There are other ways where I feel like we do need to take care of and support each other. But this is an area in which I feel sometimes I need an assist. Like sometimes I just need. And I'm and I'm down to assist. I want to assist. You I'm are. willing to assist. I I'm, just don't I'm like. Not, I don't. I'm there's not something... complaining to you. I think you need to understand. I'm not complaining to you. I'm just saying in general, that's how I feel. I just think there's something weird about only cooking for yourself. I, I I just don't like that idea. To me is... What's weird about it when you eat, I can't eat like you. Because that's the other thing. I, I every, we, Most women I talk to end up gaining weight 
in a relationship. Time out. We're just going to go to time out. You guys remember a few podcasts ago when we talked about I Joy's eat like eating a man. habits? And now she just said that she can't eat like me. Well, I but know. But you eat I, more than no, me, okay, let me on some occasions. I can, but I don't need to be eating like you. So these meals that we're preparing, or I'm preparing, and if Portion I cook it. Portion control. If I cook it, I'm going to eat. You see, nothing's changed from Slow that down, since that sir. from that podcast. Nothing has changed. What we're, do you mean nothing's changed? Nothing's changed. Portion control. You're coming here making excuses, blaming me on what I'm cooking I'm or what not. I'm eating, and now you're saying this is helping you gain weight. This is what we're talking about. It has nothing. But sometimes, like I did not need to eat any fried rice last week. It was bomb though. I did not need fried rice. Fried rice is not particularly great for you. It's not what I needed. So the it's fact, not great when you drench it in soy sauce like you do when you prepare it. All right. I'm just saying, but rice in general isn't the best, right? Like I, maybe I would try it with some quinoa next time. I don't know. But I'm just saying is I didn't need any rice in my life last week. But if we, you know, but I have to worry about, okay, well, Justin needs to eat and he's not going to eat a yogurt parfait for, for dinner. So got to make this fried rice. And if I make it, I'm going to eat it. So I'm just trying to tell you this is how you can help me out. I got you. I got you. I want to talk more about what you said when we first started this conversation about you said when we got married, you felt we've started to transition into these specific gender roles that society has has put in place. And I don't think I've really ever thought about that because I came from a, a, a background where my my dad worked from home and my mom commuted and went to work every day. Mm-hmm. So my dad was the one that picked us up. My dad was the one that cooked. My dad was often the one that cleaned. So I I always saw the man of the relationship doing what society has deemed these feminine roles. Yeah. And so to me it was never it was never a big deal to cook, to clean, to to be at home. There was no there was no issue there. And I think throughout our 8 years and and I want to hear you talk more on about this is I feel genuinely that we've always kind of crossed over in those roles. It was like, oh, well, one of us are cooking, one of us is cleaning, someone's washing the dishes, someone's washing this. And we've never said, oh, well, you're the man, you're supposed to do this, or you're the woman, you're supposed to do this. But you said you think we're transitioning more into into that. So what what, what by that do you mean? Mm, Or more more concrete examples of, of that. I think I just feel a little more responsible for the household than I did before. Uh, and it doesn't mean like sometimes you don't pick up the vacuum, but the majority of the household stuff falls on me. And even down to when we were talking earlier about the calendaring, like planning stuff, it's me, 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 for the most part. Uh, you're largely the finances. It's kind of where you fall in, which is very like, that's the traditional thing. The man does the finances. The woman takes care of the household. And even since we've got married, I can't tell you how many people ask me, Oh, do you cook every week? It's the weirdest thing. I don't. Does anybody ask you if you cook? No one asks me that. They ask me all the time, or if I'm feeding you. I'm like, what? Maybe that's where I like you got to start cooking, feeding yourself. See, you got you got other people, (laughs) other people's (laughs) comments. I'm not shading me. No, in all honesty, I I still feel what I was talking about earlier that sometimes I need a break. I don't mind cooking for us either. I don't want you to feel like, oh no, Joy hates cooking for us because that's not the case. But it's just. When you're cooking several meals every week, it it's a little taxing. So, and I know you know people are gonna get used to it when you have kids, blah 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 blah. But we don't have kids yet, so <laughs> I just 
I need a second. No, I need a second. And that's fair to, to need a second. And this goes back to a cornerstone of a relationship is, is communication. Mm-hmm. And I think you have not done a very good job of communicating that you need a break. I mean, you were at the grocery I store saying did. you need to. This was the, really the no, first time. No, I've said it several times and you never do it. Baby, how long have I told you that I really need you to start taking better care of yourself and I need you to eat because when you don't eat, it makes me feel responsible for feeding you. How many times have we had this conversation? We have, okay, we have had that conversation. But I, Several you were times. very forceful this last week when we were in <laughs> the grocery store. Because we were store. actually at the grocery store and you haven't been listening to me. And what's that, you know, it says God whispers and then he shouts. That's how I felt like I've been whispering, whispering, whispering. And then I had a shout. And then you had nerve to cop an attitude. But you see, I, I didn't even really care yeah, at that I was point. Upset. I was like, no, we're still going to do this because you're still, you, we're going through with this. This week it's happening. And this was a really good week for me meal wise and just mentally. I was at peace. I didn't have to worry about you. I was like, oh, okay, Justin's got food. We're good. Like, you don't understand how much of a, we can stop talking about food, but. Yeah, like you're really harping on this, on this grocery and cooking thing. Because it's essential. Like, that's something that has to be done, food. And even we talked about last time, you know, back when we didn't have anything to eat. I think I'm sensitive to that, too. Like, I don't want you to go hungry. Don't go hungry. You I, don't have to. Yeah, but I'm I'm also the the guy that can go hours upon hours without eating a meal, which is completely yeah, unhealthy. Don't do that. But I, I do. I it. need you here. I just I just grocery shopping makes me mad. I don't want to go on another tangent because I want to move on from food. <sighs> but it's like when you have real life bills and you just got to constantly spend money on food. And, and like I know food is essential, but I get irritated. It's like every time I go to the grocery store, it's like a hundred plus dollars. But you every like week. the actual grocery store. I do. You love make the us grocery go store. up and down every single. Aisle. But you have to because you never know what you miss. But I I, <laughs> I I don't know. There's just it just makes me mad when I look at at our, our grocery, grocery store bill, yeah. bills monthly. And I'm like, what the hell did it. we eat? Like I feel like I didn't eat anything, and yet I'm spending hundreds of dollars at the grocery store yeah. it pisses me off i need to get a meal prep plan uh, but, i'm down for that yeah, but that's that another, would solve all of our problems yeah but it also probably deplete our our bank account yeah. i would but i would I, you know transitioning back i i would say that really the one role that i've seen in our relationship since being married well actually it was before we got married is the dogs i feel like you have been very adamant that I will not take the dogs out at night. Like that's the man's responsibility. That is your responsibility. Yeah. Except when I fall asleep and you cuss me out the next I don't morning. anymore. You've gotten a lot I better, stopped. which I very, very, very much appreciate. My whole thing was being out at nighttime. Like we have, we live kind of near a bus stop. There's always like shady people walking up and down the street. So I personally am uncomfortable being outside at nighttime, you're vulnerable, but you know, bending over, picking up poop and stuff. And I explained that to you that I'm not actually comfortable being outside at nighttime. And you know, we live in a safe area, fine. But it was just that was my thing. Like, hey, I don't really want to be outside at nighttime. You know, I pass a certain time, I need to be inside. And that's that's a me thing. That's a woman thing. That's how I felt. And so every time you fell asleep, Justin thinks sleep is a valid excuse for not doing stuff. I don't <laughs> like he'll be I'm sleep. What does that have to do with our dog's bladders? Like, what does that have to do with it? I cannot go in this conversation. I will get upset and we're on, <laughs> I, I can't even I don't even want to just completely deflate, destroy and dominate your argument right now. So we can't even go into it. It's that wouldn't happen. It, I, I, we're not going to have this conversation. It, it, we can't. We, I'm already. I'm you're already hot. getting upset and starting to sweat, hot, but. <laughs> thinking about what you're going to say. You're you're being ridiculous. I don't have anything. I've had to say a long day, and I fall asleep. I fell asleep. I'm tired. 
my body, but you I don't still control have my sleep. responsibilities. That doesn't make your responsibility go away. I, I get it, but I also understand that my dogs are not going to just die and bend right, over let me without going out. This, if you had work to do, you have work to do for work. Do you tell your boss, oh, I fell asleep? No, it's not an acceptable excuse for when things need to get done. It just isn't, not ever. We're never going to agree on this. We're not going to agree on it because you're comparing, wor- you're, you're comparing work to taking your dogs out to go pee when they just went out three hours beforehand. N- miss me. Miss me with the nonsense. But see, you don't go to the bathroom miss before you go to bed. The you don't go to the bathroom before you go to bed. Sometimes I do not. Okay, well, I do. I need to empty out my bladder. Because you never know. And they drink water and stuff. Three hours is a long time. And then you're going to add eight on top of that. You want them to hold so their you're bladder putting, you're, for 11 hours. So you're putting, you're projecting your own behavior not, onto our dogs. Every single dog owner knows this. There is, I don't think there's a dog owner out there who's like, you know what? I'm just not going to let my dog out. Because it's not like they can let themselves out. And then you're going to be mad when they pee in your house. Like, come on. I digress. We, we are never going to agree on this topic. Ever. We're never, ever, ever going to agree. And what about cleaning? Let's see. Who does the majority of the... I think I do the majority of the cleaning. Uh, I do the majority of the cleaning. We clean differently. There's there's different types of cleaning. Mm. I've, I've always... I've, I've said it. I will you, not clean the bathroom. Yeah, I've made that very of, clear. You pick up after yourself. I think that's what you're good at. You're good at picking up after yourself. But when it comes to actually cleaning things, like pulling out the supplies to clean things... You're not doing it. Yeah, I don't, I don't do that too often. No. You kind of like, you'll wipe down. If you get something wet, you'll wipe it up. But you're not ever cleaning. But this goes back to the point of you constantly picking things up. You're pre- preventing mess from happening. Joy doesn't believe in that. She believes in just create mess <laughs> and let mess continue to pile up everywhere and then clean up. When I lived by myself, I didn't have days where I had to spend hours cleaning because I was constantly right, picking things up. Right, but your stuff up. was not clean. It may not have That's been not cluttered, true. but it wasn't That's clean. not true. Justin, if you're cl- if you're constantly wiping oh up after God, you're doing no, everything, no, no. your your levels of of dirt or mess are significantly you have reduced. To clean still. I'm not saying and you, you don't have to clean. you wouldn't even clean your own bathroom. Did you ever clean your bathroom? I know I cleaned it. I think you. I did clean it once or twice. I would, but I would chlor. I would Clorox wipe at least once a week. Oh, you're such a guy. You gotta get in there. They gotta put the gloves on. You gotta like scrub all around your toilet. Just get in the bowl. Like yeah, you can't just. Ugh. And you don't ever dust. Dusting's not a thing you do. If you're gonna do anything, it's vacuum. So what did I do last weekend? You'll. That you said I never oh, you dusted. Did, you dusted the fan. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot to mention the one time that he dusted everybody. How dare I? Justin did do this one time, mind you. I do it. It depends on you do what I do. I do it about once every two weeks. It gets really dusty in here. It does. But I have I have also dusted. Not into the extent in which you have. I have gotten when the dust have, rag and have wiped things down before. And the I pledge. Have. I have. The, when the TV stand out there in, in our living when? room, I have done how many times? Probably a few, maybe <laughs> once, twice, three times, but I have done it. You can't come out like here and you're be say never. To me. Okay. I've cleaned the floor. How many times have you cleaned the floor? I I don't hardly clean the floor. ever. That's well, but like the bathrooms, my task. The floors are my task. Right. When have you Washing ever wiped dishes? down these mirrors? Have you ever wiped down the mirrors? I have never wiped down You've these. Never mirrors. wiped down the mirrors. Have I wiped down these mirrors? No, you have not. No, I don't think I have never have. You don't do any of that kind of stuff, but you do like. I just feel like I just feel like I don't make a mess of it, and that could just be me being ridiculous. But I feel like I'm not. I'm not making a mess. You don't even think to do it. 
So I'm constantly having to clean things, which annoys me too that you complain about my clutter. And I don't complain about you. That's the thing. I don't complain about the things you do, but you feel the need to complain to me about the things you do. That bothers me. That bothers Elaborate. me. Elaborate. You, you feel the need to complain about, or let me say that you complain about the things that I don't do as far as like putting things away, but you're never like... Joy, thanks for no. You do thank me. You do See, thank here's me. you. Go. That's what I said. Elaborate. I want to hear it. No, you do. You do thank me. But stop being such a tough. See, here tough we. See, you can't. You. You're trying to throw shade no, in my direction, but I'm you not can't. Shading. We're having a conversation, Justin. Jeez. We are having a you're conversation. Just so hyped. Why are you so hyped? I'm not hyped. But you were about you're to just to, come out you're here. Like and, you're like ready to fight. You sat you, back like I'm about to duke her out. But, right but I was I was ready for where you're going because and you you no, had to stop because that. your point was incorrect. Let me back. Invalid. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. You do. If I right. don't if I don't do something if I don't do something I will acknowledge when things have been done. I notice everything. You do. When I walk into the house, if things have been moved, if things are changed, if I notice everything. And the reason why you think I'm always complaining is clutter and mess. It just leads to disaster. And that's your biggest problem. Let's just be honest. But I'm a lot better. You are a lot better. I've been doing a good job. I just don't know like that stuff over there with the shoes. I don't know where to put them because I don't have anywhere to put them yet. And and so they just sit there for weeks. Well, and I don't months, have anywhere to put them yet. And then there's find a place to put them. Like let's, let's just being I proactive. I genuinely don't have anywhere other than the garage right now to put them, and I don't want to put them in there. Have you cleaned out your closet to no. find ways to do it? So you haven't done anything to make the room for it. So what I'm hearing is an excuse. And so what you're now creating is a mess. And well, now also, a mess I have, I have then makes our the living energy. quarters smaller. So you're and different. then our living quarters being smaller makes my skin oh my inch. Gosh. And then when my skin itches, it makes me go crazy. And then when I go justice. crazy, I communicate like, hey, love, this isn't going too hot. That's how you communicate. Hey, love. No, not when I'm angry. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, this is bullshit. Pick it up. <laughs> well, it's not that bad either. But I don't know. I guess I guess I didn't really have a real point there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for conceding that. It's it's much appreciated. But I but I would say again we, we do split that. We we split the dishes. I think we're we're very good about about keeping the dishes clean. No, we're both not good at dishes. I think that's like that is if there's anywhere we're both not very good at it, it is dishes. And the reason why I was used to be good at dishes, but the reason why I've gotten worse with dishes is because Joy is the biggest waster of dishes in life. And I know you believe that you can't waste a dish. Can't waste a but dish. But you can waste a dish when you just had a cup of water and then you go get a second cup of water. Like no, just rinse out your previous cup and pour in some liquid. It's completely fine. Like they got a cup of water right there. What what glass is that for the day? This is my second one. <laughs> Look, I had to think about it. She's like, no, but, <laughs> but I probably. I, and I honestly only got this one because it's it's a little bigger. But that's the thing. I I start to feel like things are dirty after I've used them. I'm not good with just the rinse out, and I don't like the fresh soap taste. And, so and see, that's the things like you use four cups a day, four bowls a day. Like all of our forks They're and dishes. spoons They're reusable. are reusable. We gone in a week. I'm not doing this right now. <laughs> But that that's the biggest thing. We've gotten better though. And I would say on the errand side, we're we're pretty good about splitting that. There are specific errands that you we like uh, our toiletry errands, we're great toiletry, with going we, together. We run together. A lot of the household things. You typically do the grocery store by yourself. Which I don't we, like. Because we do a terrible job getting it done on the weekends. 
And then when I get home, when sometimes it's too late, and then you're like Monday, right. Tuesday, you have a major grocery trip, and you're like, am I even going to go to the grocery store this week? Yeah. And then you binge on eating out, and you look at your bank account on the weekend like, damn, we should have went to the grocery store. But see, that's the thing. That's a role, right? So why don't you ever go to the grocery store? If I don't go to the grocery store or we don't go to the grocery store, you're for sure not going to the grocery store. And the reason why I don't go to the grocery store, is, and it goes back to what we were talking about earlier, is the food thing. You are so sensitive with what you do like so, and don't. And I just don't, I don't, I don't like, and I'll be honest, I just don't like going to the grocery store and just shopping for me. If we go to the grocery store, I want to get something for the house that we're both going to enjoy and So use. if I gave you a shopping list and told you to go, you'd go? 100%. Really? 100%. All right, we'll do that next week. Yeah, see? <laughs> and you were I so ready to be like, oh, list. no, that's not true. I just no, don't. I'm the reason crazy. why I don't go is because I every week you're like, mm, I can't eat this. I don't want this. I don't want to taste that. So it's like I'm just going up and down the grocery store. I'm like, well, I don't really know what I, I want because I want to make sure I want to make sure my my wife eats and and I just feel wrong saying, all right, babe, here's your bag of spinach for the week. This is a great revelation for me. All I have to do is give you the list that I'm already going to make anyway, and then you're going to go. I like this. <laughs> we don't even need to talk about this anymore. I'm fine. <laughs> so, so we are 100% we, fine. So we're good with errands. Aside from grocery stopping, toiletry runs. What other errands do, do we typically do? I think we do a lot of our stuff jointly. No, we do. The, everything else is joint. Groceries the only thing that's like... And again, it boils down to food again. I'm starting to resent food. I'm seeing a pattern here. There's <laughs> there's something going on. But I don't think I'm alone in this. I'm not alone. I know I'm not. I talk to other girls. Other women. Have you had conversations with your friends 100%. who have asked about their roles and relationships what have you typically said like oh do you feel that our roles even though you say we've transitioned slightly do you feel that the role our open roles in our relationship have played any negative or positive effect in, into how we how we roll i mean this conversation we're being severely nitpicky most things i do feel like we're a team uh, the things that come up when I'm talking to other people um, as far as roles are concerned are the bathroom. <laughs> and oddly enough, the, the kitchen's not really an issue, but the bathroom is and also the cooking. Yeah, the cooking. So those are the two biggest things with your friends have said. Yeah, the they... bathroom and the cooking. You're the same. Yeah, we are the yeah. same in that. The bath. I will not go So, I mean, we probably should take a larger poll. But, you know, I think... Not all, and I think that was our point too in having this conversation is that I don't think there are really gender roles, nor do they have to be. It's kind of just a role. Like the, there are roles for a reason. So maybe there is somebody who's the more, the one who's going to do actual cleaning and there's the one that tidies up a little bit. I think those are very much present in each relationship. But we were also just talking about like, hey, do, do we fall into the traditional version of that like the woman's doing this and the man's doing that yeah and i and i think we and stay i feel like we're, we're very we've been far good. away from that we've been good but i do sometimes feel that, that we slip around a little bit and that's fair but i don't think and i could be naive in this statement i don't think when those when those roles happen there's not a conscious like okay joy you're the woman you're supposed to do this and justin you're the man you're supposed to do this I think it's a matter of time, schedule, convenience. I think there are a lot of external factors out there. I can say this pretty confidently that I've never looked at a role within our relationship as 100% yours or 100% is mine. 
because we've preached and, and talked about teamwork till the very yeah. end. And, and as a person who's always been a part of a team, I just truly feel like that's what you have to do. If you go in here and say, yep, this is what you're going to do only and this is only what I'm going to do, I think eventually there comes a point of resentment where you become angry or frustrated in this role. Now, yes, we still have to have clearly defined roles if you compare it to going to work every day. Not everyone can be the CEO. Not everyone can be the sales director. Not everyone can be the marketing director because if you didn't have roles, then you have people constantly flip-flopping and, and maybe your team is not working as efficiently as they can. Yeah, but divide and conquer. In this, in this instance, when it comes to relationships, I think you have to be more flexible in that because there are outside factors that come into play. And it's like, well, right now, your role may be X, Y, and Z because you're off early or you're off on this day. You have more time to do this. Like even, I mean, think about even when it comes to this podcast, the roles we've naturally assumed. So I think a lot of it has just been on time convenience on, okay, well, you know, you have the time, so you go ahead and edit this or, and I'll go take control of that. And it was never been like, oh, well, this is what Joy is going to do and this is what Justin's going to do. And there's this constant ebb and flow that I think is important to keep a relationship healthy. I agree with the majority of those points, or, or if not all of them. I think that we're doing the best we can with what we got. And, I mean, again, my one thing that I keep going back to is the food. I think that's – I just don't want to keep doing that. Because that does feel like very 50s housewife. Like, I'm just going to make us the meal. I don't know. I, I don't feel like the pride in that. So, And I know you came from, you know, a, a different situation where your father cooked. So I know that you don't feel that way. Like, it is your job to do the cooking. But for some reason, I'm not feeling it. It's funny how this podcast can be therapeutic. You think in relationships, oh, you guys communicate and talk about everything. And it's nice to, you know, sometimes we just give it to you straight. Oh, you know, thoughts open. Joy has an aha moment saying, hey, I can send my husband a grocery list and he'll go to the grocery store. Yes, I will. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't know yeah. you felt so, I mean, I knew you would get annoyed by it, but to say like it's, like it's really throwing your whole thing up. I mean, yeah. we talked heavily about it. I just never really looked at it like that at all. And I guess that's my fault. I can do a better job of cooking. I just don't know what to cook because you don't eat anything because you're extremely picky. Right. <laughs> See, there you go. So it's just a lose-lose situation. But I can tell you to get me a bag of spinach, and then I'll give you, I'll give you an ingredients list for like that, whatever. What's that pe pulled pork recipe we like? Oh, that is so. Bomb. I know you love that, but I'll just tell you get all the ingredients for that, and you'll be under the assumption that we're gonna eat all that together. But no, I'm really just gonna eat the spinach, and you're gonna eat the pulled pork. That, that works for me. Whatever, whatever you have to do to deceive me, I have no problem at all. Oh, don't say that. I don't want to <laughs> deceive you. Yeah, that is a, yeah. that's a bad honesty word. Honesty is the best deception. Policy. Yeah, yeah, deception in relationships. I really believe honesty is the best policy. Justin, not so much, but I really, I'm a fan of the truth. I am a fan of the truth, but I do believe that there are moments where you can just omit things. I, I, my compass does not point due north. I have made this very clear with Joy from day one. Like Joy's moral compass is like literally as north as they go. I literally, I, I'm trying to think of an example right now. But I just I, have but I guilt issues. I think I it's it's not that I'm on the straight and narrow because I can't. I, I get. It's not that I'm on the straight and narrow because it's just the right thing to do. It's just that my conscience is so strong. The guilt that I feel when I don't do the right thing, or if I'm not completely honest. I can't do it. I feel like I'm doing people a disservice when I lie to them. 
And I understand, you know, but, white but, lies need to happen. Yeah, you but you're, you know what? I just feel like you can't fix your life with lies. You can't fix it. How are you supposed to fix something you don't know is broken? People are lying to you. I don't like it. I just don't like it. I, I yeah, we we've talked about. This I've had in to turn it off. Yeah, with, with within Hard. our relationship, and I, and and I am saying all this to say is that we are very honest and open in our relationship. Like when I came home from Denver, I was like, babe, the amount of beautiful women that were in this club, unreal. Like we talk about these things, and I was and, like, word. And I know you guys are like <laughs> they are really strange, but I we have created a comfort level where we can just come in and talk about things that other people may feel uncomfortable talking about in our relationship. So it allows us to, to laugh about it. But there are, I, I just don't believe that you have to walk through life like on the straight and narrow. Cause I, there are times where you just, you have to wheel and deal. They, there, it just is. And maybe that's the, the business side of me talking, or maybe that's just the mm-hmm. asshole You've part of like me talking. You've been like that since I've known you. Yeah, I, I just, I mean, Hey, I mean, it is what it is. Sometimes ignorance is bliss and Hey, a little white lie won't hurt them. And, yeah, yeah, with knowledge comes great sorrow. <laughs> Indeed. The thing. So do you want to be... <laughs> do? Uh, this is a good question. I'm interested to hear. Would you rather know all the information and just be completely miserable? Or would you rather be have some information omitted and live a life that was much more pleasant? But you don't know. The pleasant, the pleasant life is a lie, though. I don't want to live a lie. Because the truth presents itself eventually I, I and then you discover that you've been living a lie and it makes it mean nothing and it's even more devastating whereas if you were already aware and you can navigate accordingly and then maybe even find something more beautiful you fix it everything's fine but you live in a lie you sit in the rot but you think that you're sitting in a field of flowers and it's a pile of dung well yes and i'm not about that life. when i think i mean when you say i don't want to live a, a, a life of a lie that's an extreme. I'm I'm talking. Of course, no one wants to live like. Oh well, the, I don't really love you, and I'm having. I've had an affair for the last 25 years. Oh, and this job <laughs> I have that you three other but, families. Yeah. Oh, and this job that you have, you're not really employed. We're using you, or you know, like what? What's what's the movement? The Truman Show. Like, of, of course, that's not the extreme that I'm talking about. But I, I mean, I. But you know, to get to the big lies, you have to start telling the small. Lies. I do like gateway drugs or gateway lies. So you gotta. I don't know if you, if you bend some places what's going to stop you from eventually bending even further. You have to have some conscious. And I think it comes in with me. I, there are some things I'm like, mm, yeah, whatever, but I'm not, that does not mean because I'm mm, whatever on a few things. It means like, Oh, well, you know what? I'm just going to go out here and commit a heinous crime because, Oh, it, here's the gateway. I, <laughs> I, I still have a conscious that, that breathes and, and, and can process what's right versus what's wrong. But in that instant, I mean, hey, you sometimes you just got to tell a little lie. It, it, you got to do it. You guys, you don't believe in that? You've never told a little lie? I've told them I don't like it. Every time I feel a little guilty. I mean, every but, time. But some, now tell I've me this. I've never told a lie and been completely okay with it. Uh, but, but I don't know how people do that. But tell me this. Has there been a lie that you've told that was necessary to tell? Uh, yeah. Okay. So it goes back to the point of that there are necessities of, of lies. I mean... I'm not saying lying is a good habit. Again, I'm, I, yeah. as you guys are hearing this, probably like, damn, this cat is just a shady dude. <laughs> like, no, I'm not I'm not yeah. that at all. Well, and it depends on what the necessity is. Like, if the nece- if it's to protect someone else. The only lies I really am, like, a true fan of, which is maybe why I like surprises so much, is, is surprise birthday parties. I love surprise birthday parties because you get to lie to people and it's like for a good reason but if it's for a bad reason which i think mainly it is like a lot of people tell selfish lies like they just don't want 
you know, you to feel a certain way about them or I don't like those kind of lies. But if you're lying to protect somebody, nah, I don't know what the lie would protect somebody. Like, which way did the monster go, left or right? And you go, right, because <laughs> but the monster really went left and there's no way the monster can get them. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know how we started talking about this. It, it's tough. I mean, but it's, <laughs> there, it, come, it comes back, and I, I want to reiterate this point very clearly. I am not an advocate of lying. I don't believe that lying and hiding, hiding things in your relationship is a good thing. No. Let me throw that out there. Oh, especially there. not within your relationship. Yeah. If we're talking about on a relationship it, level, yes. you lie? No. Oh, I was just like, dang. That's why, that's why I'm <laughs> sitting here. I, I just I just said five minutes ago that we have a very honest and open yeah, conversation about in our relationship. But and do you think that's you, because of you or because of me? I would say it's because of you. 100% because of me. I would definitely say it's because I don't think of you. that that was your code. I think that that is just very much how I operate. And you know that I cannot deal with. I'm much rather so it, you so be we, so we're, so we're working. So I'm talking. I said I wanted to put this disclaimer out there, so people don't think like when this Justin dude is a lion sob, he's a snake. No, 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 no. I'm just saying that no, my moral compass doesn't point due north all the time, and sometimes you just got to say a little bit of lies. You, I mean, it is what it is. But maybe not to your wife. Maybe it's not the best thing, but hey, sometimes you got to do it. Yeah, sometimes I'll do it to you. Hell, what you gonna do? You not gonna know. I <laughs> will. No. Oh, I wish you guys could have saw her face right now. It was so serious. And Don't then before that, when that she line. asked, you lie to me? Just getting upset. We can't even have a conversation without her just going I all know. the way to the See, deep end. We, we learn things here. I feel like this was for us. We just had, we we just had, had, a, we had, we had a self-therapy. Therapy. Yes, we did. A late, a late night therapeutic yes. session that you guys are going to hear. Yes. That's fair. <laughs> Welcome to our relationship, everyone. We would love to hear what you guys struggle with on the role level. Or if you don't struggle at all, you know, what works for you? Do you feel pressured into certain roles? Do you not? And, and would you say those roles are gender defined or are they circumstantial? Circumstantial. I think that's a, a very important thing to define. And, and I would say in our relationship, it has greatly been I've almost all a circumstantial thing. Because again, I don't believe in saying because you're a man, you're supposed to do this. And because you're a woman, you're supposed to do this. I, I truly believe that that will create animosity, hostility, irritation, frustration, and all that is just going to start spilling out in different areas of your relationship. It's about time for us to wrap up today, but on a sad note. Rest in peace, Muhammad Ali. I feel like growing up, I always looked at Muhammad Ali as this icon, a global he sports was. He was icon, the humanitarian, he was socially conscious, and he was great at what he did. I wasn't ever a boxing guy, but it was like, man, I would love to be like Muhammad Ali. I remember being a kid, you know, you're trying to throw the jabs, look like a butterfly, sting like a bee. I mean, so many little things that that I would do as a child because of his influence. I remember in the Olympics when he carried the torch and I was just sitting there like eyes wide big, like that's Muhammad Ali. Um, and, and, and to hear of his passing uh, this this weekend was, was pretty sad. So rest in peace to the legend that is Muhammad Ali. We will miss you and we thank you for your contribution. 
Thank you for tuning in to this therapeutic session of Married Millennials. Uh, we truly appreciate all of you guys. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. And if you already do subscribe, then let a friend know so they can get in on the fun. Also, you can follow us on social media. Visit our website, lovejays.com, L-O-V-E-J-A-Y-S.com for all of our social media information. Thanks again, guys, and we'll see you next week.